TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Camila Adams is a photographer, a filmmaker, a blogger, and a podcaster, and we're going to talk to her about some of those roles. But she is also, uh, I believe, a board member or the organizer of the 48-Hour Film Project in Pittsburgh. And we're going to be talking about film and how she got interested in it and also about just what is this 48-Hour Film Project. Uh, Good morning, Camila. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Very good. So tell us, first of all, what is the 48-Hour Film Project, and how are you involved in it? Well, I am the producer for Pittsburgh, and this is a competition that goes on in over 120 cities worldwide. And um, what we do is, uh, every year between um, April and November, all the cities' <clears throat> filmmakers um, sign up online beforehand, and then each city gets their own weekend. And the filmmakers get together at the kickoff, and they get assigned a line of dialogue, a prop, a character, and they pull a genre out of a hat, and they have 48 hours to make their four- to seven-minute film. 48 hours to make a movie, and how, how many different cities are there? Over 120. Holy mackerel. And how, did, how long has Pittsburgh been doing this, do you know? Ten years. Okay, so you are the producer for the local chapter. Now, as people are hearing this, the films have already been turned in, correct? Correct. We had some screenings last night, and um, we have some more screenings happening Friday. Friday, July 22nd. The, the 22nd. So as, as people hear this, it will already have happened. Um, when is the final uh, unveiling of, of the winning films? That, that'll be July 29th, okay. and um, that's the best of award ceremony and screening. And, so and anybody who gets an award that night, they will be screening their film as well. And that it will be where at? The Oaks Theater in Oakmont. Is there a website that people can check out for more information? Yeah, you can go to 48hourfilm.com slash Pittsburgh, and you can also check us out on Facebook at Pittsburgh 48 Hour Film Project. This is a fascinating thing. So people have 48 hours to make a movie from a genre that they have no idea what the the genre or topic uh, is going to be, and then it has to be two to seven minutes, and they have to enter it. I'm assuming everyone does digital now, or do some people still do film film? Oh, no, no, I have, I have yet to see an actual film film <laughs> be turned in. Okay. But, yeah, it's all digital. Okay. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about the mechanics of that, but I also want to talk a little bit more about you because you have a very interesting background, and you are highly productive. Uh, I'm not sure when you get a chance to sleep. Uh, Camila Adams is our guest. She is a filmmaker, blogger, uh, movie reviewer, podcaster, and is the producer of the 48-Hour Film Project in Pittsburgh. Her day job, uh, if you can... Uh, I just narrow it down to one. You work for something called the Public Art Project. It's the Office of Public Art, and it's here with Pittsburgh, um, and it's we work with Greater Pittsburgh Arts Council. And uh, basically we offer technical assistance to cities who want to create public artworks okay. in the city. Okay. Well, well, because we don't have you on the, on the spot for that. We won't, we won't go into that. We'll, we're going to talk about <laughs> you instead. Do you uh, have a website that you'd like to share for people? Um, I do. It's ruggedangel.com. Okay, we'll give that out um, a couple, a little bit more uh, in the in the program because I know sometimes people uh, tune in and out. So tell us first about you. Where did you grow up? What part of of the country did you grow up in Pittsburgh? 
No, I am originally from Toledo, Ohio. Okay. And I moved here to Pittsburgh in '98. Tell us a little so bit about tell us a little bit about Toledo because I I've spent some time up there, but probably other than uh, Klinger on Mash, most people don't know too much <laughs> about Toledo. It's a city that, in a lot of ways, is similar to Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, I would say it's a little bit smaller. Um, also, a lot less hills. It's very flat, you know, Ohio. Um, sure. But there's not, well, when I was there, there really wasn't that big of a creative community. Um, luckily, I grew up in a creative family. Um, my mother, she produced local talent competitions, and my sister and I used to sing and dance in groups when we were younger. Okay. So we kind of always had that around. How did you, you had that around, but how did you become interested in uh, movie making and in film? Um, I've always been a kind of a film buff. I think the the first film that really kind of struck out, stuck out to me was um, High Noon. My mom, she likes old cowboy movies and stuff, and she would uh, show us a lot of older films and things like that, and um, Psycho or whatever happened to Baby Jane. I just kind of became, like, really into it, and also... Um, like, you know, with the early onsets of, like, HBO and Showtime, you know, sure. in the summers they'd have, like, just basically four movies they would play <laughs> all yeah. summer. And then, you'd, you know, you just kind of watch them over and over again. And I just kind of became really fascinated in that world of how and why, you know, all these things came to be. Uh, Camila Adams is our guest. She is the producer of the 48-Hour Film Project. It is a uh, project, as, as it sounds, just as, just as the title sounds, uh, that encourages people to make their own movie in uh, 48 hours uh, to, for a genre that um, they don't know about in advance and a, a topic area that they don't know about in advance. And uh, they've got to come up with, you said, two to seven minutes? Four to seven minutes. Four to seven minutes, thank you. Um, and uh, you can see the best of the Pittsburgh area films uh, on the 29th at the Oaks Theater in Oakmont. And uh, give us the website address once again. Uh, 48hourfilm.com slash Pittsburgh. How big, you, you, you talked about your mom a little bit. How big of a family did you have? Uh, my mom, sister, and I. So there's three ladies growing up in the household. Okay, in, in Toledo, which is kind of an industrial uh Kind of industrial city like Pittsburgh, I think, is why I feel like Pittsburgh is, is in Toledo yeah. kind of similar. A lot of blue collar. Yeah, yeah. very blue collar. Um, and, and you came to Pittsburgh in 1998? Yes. Uh, to do what? I came here to go to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh. Okay. And, and majored in filmmaking? Yep, uh, film and video production. Okay. Um, what are the career uh, opportunities? One of the things on this program we always talk about is uh, how people chose a career path, because I know that some young people listen to this show. And, and, and what are some of the career paths uh, for someone who's interested in film and video production? Um, when I came to the Art Institute, my main goal was I wanted to be a, a movie trailer editor. I just wanted to make movie trailers. Okay. Um, that's what really fascinated me. Um, there's so many opportunities these days now. I mean, before it's kind of like, you know, you could get into writing, you can get, if you love being on set and you want to, and you're more technical, camera work and lighting and sound, you know, audio and, you know, script supervision. There's just so many ways that you could go about it and like not even just television and film and even just like web series now. Um, people, there are just so many more opportunities and what's even better now is that you don't have to really wait for anybody else's permission. You can kind of take the reins yourself and produce your own content and get it out there and get it seen. Camila Adams is our guest. She's the Pittsburgh producer of the 48-Hour Film Project. You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, WMCK.FM Internet Radio, and TubeCityOnline.com. We'll be back. 
Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clareton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes. Support comes from the readers of TubeCityOnline.com and the Tube City Almanac, and we thank them for their support. If you'd like to contribute, please visit our website, call us at 412-614-9659, or email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. And we're back. Our guest this morning is Camila Adams. She is a podcaster, filmmaker, a blogger, and the producer of the 48-Hour Film Project. Uh, can you give us the website address just one more time? Uh, 48hourfilm.com slash Pittsburgh. 48hourfilm.com slash Pittsburgh. The best of the Pittsburgh entries uh, are going to be screened on the 29th, July 29th, at the Oaks Theater in Oakmont. Give us the time one more time. Uh, 6.30, doors open, show starts at 7. Show starts at 7, uh, and, and the doors open at 6.30 there, Friday, July 29th at the Oaks Theater in Oakmont. When we took the break, uh, we were talking a little bit about how your path to uh, becoming a filmmaker, and uh, it started, uh, well, it started for you as a little girl growing up in Toledo and then uh, came to Pittsburgh through the Art Institute of Pittsburgh. How did you end up then, you, you said you entered in the 48-hour film project 10 years ago uh, when they had their first yeah. competition in Pittsburgh. What was your first movie on? Uh, we had to do a Western. Okay, <laughs> and, which is um, funny since you said you're... you Code of the West. Code of the West. <laughs> what, what was it about? Uh, it was, uh, I think it started off with like a stoner guy and um, he, somebody was bullying someone took his dog and stole his dog okay so it like goes into this like um this uh dream sequence that he's back in the in the old western days old cowboy days and he goes back to get his dog or get revenge on whoever stole his dog (laughs) (laughs) you're you're laughing uh it sounds like it might not be of your 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 favorite project that you've ever worked on (laughs) it was hilarious i mean you know you get a group of your friends together and you're like let's make a movie and like we have no idea what we're doing but it's just like i mean it was all good times were had all around (laughs) how how did you uh, sort of how do you how do you rope people into doing that because i i have a big enough problem just getting people to be on the radio and of course with the radio all you have to do is talk you don't people don't see you how did you rope your friends into doing this well, luckily, I have a bunch of friends who are willing to make an ass or make uh, <laughs> spectacles of themselves. Okay. <laughs> or, uh-huh. <you> know. <laughs> yeah. And how many times then did you enter the forty-eight hour film project? Um, actually, I did. Uh, we did three different times. Um, there was one year before it was specifically in Pittsburgh. It was there was one like it was all online. Okay. And the second year was Pittsburgh specific. And so yeah, three years total I competed. Uh, you at one time were also a board member at the Hollywood Theater in Dormont. Is there, are you still yeah. active there? Yeah, that is correct. Okay, you. So movies really have been kind of uh, your lifelong passion then. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. That's like one of the constants in my life. And, you know, I could be completely lost all day just watching movies and just be totally fine about it. And I'm one of those people that sometimes I speak in movie quotes, you know. Okay. So <laughs> it's just kind of my, it's my thing. It's just been that way forever. <laughs> you, you, have, you also do a podcast called uh, Rugged Angel. You, you mentioned that's your website, ruggedangel.com, correct? Yes. Uh, you do a podcast. Uh, you do a show for our internet uh, station, WMCK, which is an extension of that podcast. You also do a movie reviewing show, correct? Yes. Uh, down to watch. Is down the name of that podcast. Uh, down, down, down to watch. And um, how long? How long have you been doing the podcasting? Uh, that's probably been a little over a year. Okay. Um, what What continues to fuel your passion about? Movies. I mean, movies have been around since the 1890s, and and you would think that every story that could ever have been told has been told. Um, but what continues to fuel your personal passion about movies? Um, I like to see how different stories are told, or how the same story is told differently. I also um, I kind of refer to myself as a mental escape artist because, huh. despite of all the things that I'm involved in, I'm quite the introvert. <laughs> and, um, okay. So I like I get lost in these movies, and it's just a great way to just kind of get transformed or into some place, tran- transported somewhere else for two hours. What's the and What's the it, best film you've seen recently that moved you the most recently? The most recently, yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a movie, but I recently uh, we just finished watching the Stranger Things, the new Netflix television show or Netflix show, yeah, original with a one owner writer, and oh my god, that thing is so amazing, like. It's set in the 80s, but it, not only is it set in the 80s, it looks like it was absolutely produced in the 80s, like from the, the opening titles and the, the music, and uh, it's just amazing. Um, it's hitting all of your also, right. I, I guess also more of uh, the movie uh, Ghostbusters, the new right. Ghostbusters. And uh, you know what? I don't, I'm sorry to all, the, all you purists out there, but the new Ghostbusters movie is fantastic. And I had low expectations going in. Like, I wasn't. I really didn't care that much, but that was a great movie. <laughs> you, you are you are the third or fourth person who has told me that um, they were you know they they I, I think you and I are about the same age uh, you know mumble yeah. something and um, so Ghostbusters we were like you know right at that great impressionable age when the original right. Ghostbusters came out but you were about the third or fourth person in that age group who has told me as much as I loved that movie when I was eight or ten or twelve years old this one I liked just a little bit better. Exactly. I laughed, like, full-on belly laughed in the theater from beginning to end. It was just so great. Camila Adams is our guest. She is a filmmaker. She is the Pittsburgh producer of the 48-Hour Film Project. You can find out more uh, about that. Well, I'll tell you what. The first thing you can do is go to the Oaks Theater in Oakmont on uh, July 29th. That's a Friday. Uh, Doors open at... 6.30, the films get underway at uh, 7 o'clock, and you can find out more information at 48hourfilm.com slash Pittsburgh um, about that. And how many entries uh, did you get this year? We had a total of 45 films this year. So people come, and and they literally, they they showed up. uh, Walk us through this a little bit. Uh, What day did they show up and pick up their their genre, their Uh, assignments? On July 10th was our kickoff, and everybody got together, and... um, so I break, there are 45 teams, so I break them up in four different groups of like 10 to 12. And then each group comes up and they pull their genre out of a hat. 
And then um, all of the teams have the same line of dialogue, one line of dialogue. They have the same character, and they have the same prop that needs to be in the film. Huh. And this year, the, the line of dialogue was, maybe I just don't find you funny. Um, <laughs> I get that a lot. Baby, <laughs> I, uh, I just don't find you funny. And what was the prop they had to use? The prop was a sticky note. Okay. Uh, uh, the character was Lenny or Lainey Saffron, okay. a chocolatier. A chocolatier. We had a chocolatier on this show, actually, uh, a couple really? of months ago for Easter. Yeah, we had uh, Marcy uh, Gastel from, or Marty Gastel from Dorothy's Candies was uh, on the show to talk about Easter candy a couple months ago. That's awesome. Uh, we, 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 maybe we should invite her to the uh, screening and she can, uh, she can critique so. the chocolate. Come out. Give us some tips and see how our, <laughs> our teams did with portraying a chocolatier. Yeah, okay, so Sunday, July 10th, all these people... Um, they, 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 well, wait, they got the, they got the thing, they submitted the films on July 10th, correct? Oh, God, yes, it was July 8th. That's so July Friday, 8th, they, they go to, they go to where, the Hollywood Theater or where? They went to the Oaks Theater. We had the kickoff at the Oaks Theater this year, and we had the drop-off at the Ace Hotel. Okay, so they go to the, they, they go to the Oaks Theater in Oakmont on July 8th. They get their, their slip of dialogue. They find out they have to have a sticky note. They have to have a character named Lenny or Lanny, who's a chocolatier. And the line, once again, I feel like David Letterman, give us the line once again. Um, maybe I just don't find you funny. Maybe I just don't find you funny. So does anybody drop out? I mean, does anybody come and get the dialogue and they're like, you know what? No, I can't do this. I'm out. I've had that happen once. Once? Once, once out of my eight years, someone has come to the kickoff. He was, like, totally into it. And then, like, I got a phone call after everybody left. and was like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> But but 45 people picked up their, their entry packets, and then 48 hours later, 45 people turned in films. Yep. That you and your uh, fellow judges then had to watch, I'm assuming, yes. correct? Uh, now, I am not a judge. Oh, okay. But I, have, I just have to watch to make sure that everybody is on, has, a, that is, has followed all the rules with the time of their films, and they all have that character, that line of dialogue, and that prop. Um, I have three separate judges who actually judge the films, and they are doing that now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That, um, and, and, and where do you find these, these three nice folks who have to watch 45 short films? In, in a, they, <laughs> um, they, it's almost as hard for them to watch to the find, films. I try to find people in the entertainment industry that okay. are just super pumped about this and are very generous with their time. Do you want to give a shout-out to your judges? Yeah, shout out. Um, I'm not going to give names. Okay. I like to. I, I want to wait until after the films have been okay. judged and after the um, after the awards have been given. But um, I did have a couple years ago. Uh, Joe Banganello was nice enough to be a judge. Okay. Um, so I, I like to get a lot of and David Conrad also been super supportive. Wow. But yes, thank you to my super judges this year for 2016. You know who you are. <laughs> we won't give their <laughs> names. We we don't we don't want any bribes being paid to the judges when, right. when they hear this show. Uh, Camila Adams is our guest. She is a filmmaker, a writer, a producer, and uh, is the producer of the 48-hour film project. You can see the best of the short films uh, produced by Pittsburghers just like you on Friday, July 29th at the Oaks Theater. Doors open at 6.30. Uh, you can, uh, and the films start at 7 o'clock, 48hourfilm.com slash Pittsburgh. We'll give you all the information you need. We have one more uh, quick break to uh, take. We'll be back for a final few right after this. 
Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And we're back for a final few minutes. Camila Adams is our guest. Uh, she is the host of the Rugged Angel podcast. You can get that at ruggedangel.com. You can also hear it uh, on our internet station, WMCK.FM. She is also the producer of the 48-hour film project, which is a uh, 10 years now uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, a contest to make a 4- to 7-minute film. And you've got 48 hours to do so. And uh, as Camila was telling us before we took the break, uh, the people who entered films, uh, 45 entries this year, um, they got a line of dialogue. Camila, give us the line of dialogue once again. Maybe I just don't find you funny. I get that a lot from people. The prop (laughs) that they had to use in their film. A sticky note. And the character they had to have had, had to be in their film is... Lenny or Laney Saffron, a chocolatier. Okay, so a chocolatier. So, and, and I'm assuming that the reason why these specific things have to be worked into each film is to make sure that they're actually doing it within that 48-hour period, right? Exactly. Okay. Uh, how do people bring the films in? Are they on DVDs? Are they on flash drives? Are they upload They're them? all on flash drives. Okay. Okay, and and you can't tell us yet about the best films because, A, as you mentioned before we took the break, you are not a judge this year. Um, you've got three judges who, and you'll be able to see the best films on Friday, July 29th at the Oaks Theater in Oakmont, which is a, kind of a cool old movie theater up there in Oakmont. Doors open at 6.30, um, and the movies start at 7 o'clock for more information. Uh, 48hourfilm.com slash Pittsburgh, or go to Camila's uh, website, ruggedangel.com, and you can get more information there. So um, you can't tell us about this year's films. Tell us about some of the best films uh, that you've had in years past, because you've been involved with this for several years now. Um, well, there have been so many. Uh, the couple of the ones that stick out, um, probably, uh, I would say, like maybe five years ago, a local improv troupe named Tusslebot. They did. They, I think they pulled mockumentary, and um, they ended up with a film called Shadows of the Shield, and it was just a, a hilarious mockumentary about um, cops. And, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if you go to Hustlebot's uh, YouTube pit so, channel, you can absolutely still find it there. A mockumentary for people who, who don't speak the lingo um, is, is, is a mock documentary. So it's like Waiting for Guffman. Um, this is Spinal Tap Spinal would be Tap. another one. Yeah, these are, these are things, films that are shot to look like they're truthful documentaries, um, but they're, they're really fiction and, and they can be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, another one was last year, more recently, and, well, we also do a horror, a specialized horror uh, 48-hour film project, and um, I think it was horror last year, maybe they just pulled horror, but uh, film, uh, local film troupe, um, Locust Street Entertainment, they pulled together this extremely disturbing horror film called Daisy, and um, 
Yeah, go to Locust Street Entertainment's YouTube channel, and you will see that if you like disturbing. What What do people win if they if you have the winners, the best of besides the bragging rights? Is that it? They win bragging rights, or? Well, uh, local prizes here. I give a cash prize okay. to the best film as well as the runner-up. And this year, the cash prize is sponsored by Pittsburgh Filmmakers. Cool. And um, they also get a, a gorgeous trophy here. And then uh, corporate in D.C., they present another trophy to them at Filmapalooza, which is where all of the best films of each city go to compete against each other. And there are more than 120 cities um, all around the world that participate in this 48-hour film project. Yes. Uh, Camila Adams is our guest. Uh, she is a podcaster, a blogger, a movie reviewer, a photographer, a um, little bit of everything in her day job. She works for the Office of Public Art for the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, you can find out more about her at her website, ruggedangel.com. She's also on Facebook at Rugged Angel Productions. Right now we're talking mostly about the 48-hour film project, um, which, again, you can see those on Friday, July 29th at the Oaks Theater in Oakmont. Uh, doors open at 6.30. Um, we, we have just a few minutes left. Um, you're a graduate of the Art Institute of Pittsburgh, as we talked uh, earlier on in the half hour. You have loved movie making and movies and everything about them uh, since you were a little girl. What do movies teach us about ourselves? Why, why are they not just entertainment, but they're also art? Um, well, there's, oh, there's... Big question. So, uh, that's a great point that there is a lot of art that is expressed in all of them. It's also a great, if you can find movies that kind of reflect yourself, if you can see someone that you can relate to in movies, um, whether it be a specific type of character or an actor, specifically, uh, you want to see or know of someone else going through something that you are going through or someone doing something that you want to do. It's just an, a great way to kind of reflect back to you uh, the things that you want to achieve in your life or the things that you're just kind of going through at the moment. What is the worst movie? Either that you have seen, I don't want to embarrass anybody through the 48-hour film project, but I'm going to ask anyways. What's the what's the worst thing that you've that has come through the door that you were like, oh my god, film? yeah, the worst of these I, four to seven minute films? Um, you, can you I say? Really can't specify. <laughs> <laughs> what are some common? Okay, so let me ask you this then. What are some common? What are some do's and don'ts? If if somebody, let's say, is hearing this and they're saying, "Hey, I've got a digital video camera. I like to make movies in the backyard. I want to do this next year." What are some do's and don'ts? Um, do make sure that you have uh, decent sound and lighting. Okay. Because that will make or break your film. If we can't hear what uh, you're saying. You should also, yeah. <laughs> you should also try to um, try to find people who know how to act. Okay. I know a lot of times it's tough. You know, you're shorthanded. You don't, you just have, you and your friends want to do stuff. But, um, you know, that also makes a good difference. And do not have more than, like, three people working on your script at one time. Huh. Because that just gets frustrating, and you probably lose friends over that if you have more than three people. <laughs> there, there is a famous story about um, Dan Aykroyd uh, when he wrote the script for the Blues Brothers, uh, and he turned his first draft in, and they said, you know, if we made this, the movie would be 18 hours long and cost $400 million. Um, do, do people, gen generally speaking, do they write too much in their script? Um, 
there are some sometimes that, that does happen. Uh, that it's just little, they're trying to hit too many points. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell a really great story in five or six minutes, and you just have to know. It's a lot of with a show. Don't tell. Okay, is it, a, a good thing that people like to go by writers as well. You know, writers and movie makers alike. Where, where where are some good places that people can go if if they are interested in filmmaking as a hobby, not as as a career? Um, where, where are some good places they can go to get uh, good advice? Pittsburgh filmmakers is one place that you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, just try to find who is who are doing where the local filmmakers in your town. Uh, any of like the the schools and the universities that that you have available to you, um, as well as YouTube. That is like an excellent. An excellent learning tool. There are so many tutorials on YouTube. Okay, and 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 where are, where where do you go to find out about new films? Uh, new films. Um, there's a lovely. I don't recall. I don't recall the name of it, but it is a YouTube channel that they do a, a lot of um, movie trailers. Okay. On and like I said, like I, I enjoy movie trailers, and so I could just kind of like sit and watch them for hours. <laughs> um, so uh, and like JoeBlow.com, I think okay. they uh, do a lot of letting people know what's up, coming up next. So it's just a lot of that. Just paying attention to what's going on. Uh, go to YouTube. Type in movie trailers and have fun. Camila Adams is a filmmaker, a producer, a photographer, a blogger. You can get her podcast by uh, going to her website, ruggedangel.com. And she is the producer of the Pittsburgh uh, edition. Is that the right word? I'm not sure. The Pittsburgh producer, I guess, of the 48-hour film project. Uh, You can see them Friday, July 29th at the Oaks Theater in Oakmont. Uh, Go to 48hourfilm.com slash Pittsburgh for more information. You can also find uh, Camila on Facebook at Rugged Angel Productions. Thank you so much, Camila, for taking some time to talk with us. Thank you. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright 2015, Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, 810 Incorporated, or those of AM Guys LLC, WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Thank you.